0: What is up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you have uh, old people in your life? Have you ever been around the dying? Have you ever struggled to like you know accept death or deal with it? Today, look, we're going to talk about how to learn from the elderly and the dying. It's going to be an interesting episode. I'm Danny here, my buddy Randy. What's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. Have you ever learned anything from the elderly and the dying?
1: <laughs> I, Danny, I have. Y'all. You know, strangely enough, ever since I've been a kid, I've always looked forward to being old. For some for some weird reason, but uh, but also you know I love the perspective that old people have because stuff just doesn't phase them. Like I remember whenever I would have problems when I was younger, my grandmother would always be like, "Well, that's what makes life interesting." And I'm like, "No, it's not. I have a problem right now. Can't you see?" <laughs> and yeah, know, like they have a whole different perspective on life.
0: Yeah, there is a perspective that comes with age that you know I think is valuable to understand. And it's hard to understand when you're young, but like you do. Yeah, it's definitely something there that helps a lot. I've also noticed, I mean, I you know, we've both experienced a lot of death in our lives. And I think that is also like something that can be very helpful in a way and like help you understand life better or get a different perspective on it, which, you know, can be good to have, I think. Absolutely. So we each have three tips to help you learn from the elderly and the dying. I'm going to start. My first one is actually uh, work with them. You know, there's lots of ways I think you can work with the elderly and the dying. You can, you know, volunteer, you can help someone out. Like I remember I used to um, help out my neighbor. He was an 86 year old gentleman, um, you know, with, like mowing the lawn and stuff around the house and just would chat with him while I was doing that. You can, you know, go workplaces or just I'm sure everybody's got somebody old in their lives or something that they can help out. And I think doing that, you get to see how they live. You get to see kind of what they deal with kind of, you get a better sense of their perspective, their thoughts, and I think it can be really informative and valuable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. I remember even just, like, working, when I would have jobs, I would be working with old people. Yeah, yeah, that's that helpful. too. Yeah. yeah. yeah, That somewhat coincides with mine, which uh, my first one I had, like, engaged the elderly or talk with them, because you know, oftentimes we think there's a barrier. Like, there's some big difference between people who are older than us and people who are younger than us. And I remember my grandmother when I was young, she would always say, like, in her mind, she still thought she was 18 years old. And even and I would look at her and I'm like, you're not 18 years old. You're definitely not 18. (laughs) But, But like, you know, as I get older, I see the same thing. I still in my mind think I'm younger than I am. And so I'm sure they feel like just, you know, just interact with them and then treat them as a human being. And you can learn stuff from them.
0: No, I, I think that's a good point because, you know, it's so easy, like, you know,
1: the news
0: and media and stuff loves to make the distinctions between different, like, generations, you know, and people are like, oh, you stupid boomers or whatever. And, like, people that don't, they don't understand technology and stuff. But, like, why would they? They didn't grow up with it. They didn't have an yeah. iPhone when they were two years old, you know. Uh, they didn't mm-hmm. have TVs everywhere. So it's like, you know, once you Yeah, they were busy that, saving
1: the like, world. Like, <laughs> literally, when they were 18, they were saving the world from, like, crazy dominations. Yeah. yeah. So what if they can't use technology? Yeah. And that's just... The funny technology part, like, wouldn't exist if it wasn't for them.
0: Yeah, right? People love to make a big deal out of it. But I think if you get past that and, you know, you actually talk to them and actually listen, there's so much to learn and a better perspective, too, on life sometimes. Because 90% of the time, just talking to somebody older can be helpful just from that perspective. I've seen that story before, like, my... Uh, professor remember i think i told you remember like you know i was frustrated because i was like he seemed to understand things so easily and he's like i'm like he's like i'm like 60 years older than you (laughs) he's like that's Mm -hmm. a lot of time to read and stuff he's like once you get you know Mm
1: -hmm. and you know
0: it can be helpful to understand that like things take time it takes time to learn you know
1: yeah you don't even realize how long a year is
0: no you don't uh, my next one is actually uh read about their lives like there's so many good biographies we've talked about this before. there's so many good like things you can engage with like on your own individually, but still engage with people and I think reading is a great way to do that, so you know I'd always say you should read more, but like yeah, reading biographies, reading about their lives is a great way to kind of get insights and just get a better perspective on life in general and what you might you know want to avoid or their successes and failures can give you insights so you don't have to deal with the same problems,
1: mhm-. Yeah, that's a great one. Reading Because it saves you a whole bunch of time. It's like 80 years yeah. of someone's life in an eight-hour yeah. book. Yeah. You're wonderful. Yeah. My second one is live each day as your last because one of these days you're going to be right. So, you know, we're all going to get older. We're all going to die. And so if you have that mentality in the back of your head and just be like, okay, well, today's my last day. If I get any more days... That's the cherry on the top. But right now, today's my last day. So how can I make the best of this?
0: Yeah, you know, it is crazy, isn't it, that we all think, like, we all deny the fact that we're going to die or we all think we're going to live forever instead of like, and it causes us to be complacent, to not do things we should do, to not do things we want to do, right? It's like, it's almost like a trap. It's like, I have infinite time so I can do whatever I want then. I'll wait till then instead
1: of doing it now. And it's it's insane because it ruins your life. <laughs> you, you ever seen how sometimes children will be afraid to go to sleep because they're not sure if they're going to wake up?
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: and then, like, all of a sudden, sometime it happens where we just take for granted that we wake up. Like, we've woken up eight years in a row or whatever it is, and now we just take it for granted. We're like, of course I'm going to wake up tomorrow. But that is definitely not guaranteed at all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's an interesting way to think of it. Yeah. Like
1: I think your last one.
0: Is it mine or your second one?
1: I did just did my second one. Living oh, say okay. like your last. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs>
0: sorry.
1: <laughs> ah, it's confusing uh, to
0: die. Thanks. Yeah. My last one is accept death. I think this is, uh, I actually think this is a lot harder now. I think death used to be closer a long time ago when like birth rates were a lot like worse, when, you know, disease. I mean, I think I, think I read something like it was in the 1940s that they realized like they could cure. Um, jaundice and babies by just putting them in sunlight so before that you know they didn't make it which oh is crazy God. if you think about it it's like such a simple thing but like you know there was so little we knew back then that i think death was so close and people just had a different relationship with it and i think now it seems so far away there's so many and instead of like facing death or accepting it we look at all the options we have to fight it all all the time right and now like scientists are working out how to like you know, rejuvenate the body and extend life indefinitely uh, by trying to combat literally death and aging. And so it seems like there's all these options, but instead, you know, part of life is death. And once you accept it, I think it makes life a lot better and a lot easier because you can Mm -hmm. really, I think it, I think it motivates you to live your own life. I really do. I think it's a crucial component of doing that.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. that Accepting death is a tricky one because on the one hand, it's like, yeah, of course. It's like the ultimate release. Great, wonderful. It's like just going to sleep for a long time. But on the other hand, there's all the fears associated with it. It's like one of our primal fears is fear of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so my last one is consider your own dying wisdom. Now, this is something that I actually did myself after we did the episode of the fi- on the five regrets of the dying. I sat down with my journal one day and I was like, if I'm dying what would be my top regrets and they were different than the five regrets for the dying but they were very very accurate for myself like things like uh things like i wish i would have stopped trying to figure it out i wish yeah. i would have had like i wish i would have believed in myself at a younger age like these these things that i still have not completed 100 percent. but it's just like yeah. if I, and, and it's something that I just read on a regular basis because it just reminds me like I have to accomplish this stuff now because eventually I'm going to be dying one day and I'm going to regret this stuff if I don't take care of it now. So I think that's a, a handy one. Consider your own dying wisdom.
0: No, I think that's smart, too, especially your regrets, too, because that can be like such an informative way to start thinking about how to change your life now and how to fix things before it's too late. Because, you know, it's like you said earlier, it's so easy to push things off and just assume you have time. But if you actually think about it and actually think about like, what would I honestly regret? Would it be not changing jobs? Would it be like staying in this relationship? Would it be doing this or that or, like you know, wasting time on these things like when I could be living my life? You know, I think that's really important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there you have it. How to, you know, get wisdom from the elderly and the dying. Uh, this is a quick fix we'll be back later this week with another full-length episode check us out on youtube or wherever you get your podcast please like share subscribe it helps us out a lot and until we see you again later ready
1: later danny